to do good movies but bill and me, daniel we're gonna do bad movies yeah and bill unless i'm looking at the name of this movie i can never remember the name of this movie star crash yeah it's I got never, a pretty distinctive i remember name. star but i never remember the second i, I don't like, do not remember what this name is it's like star, star Wars. punch it's like, star it's, it's no not like it's not like name. star trying to trying to be star it's, it's not like captain it's andolini's hardest. violin or whatever trying is hardest to be the star four Wars. feathers uh, um yeah we're watching I, uh, I do. I, I kind of regret not talking you out of this one, just because we're not going to do as good of a job as Mystery Science Theater. I have not seen that episode. Is it even out yet? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. So but... the whole impetus while we we're watching, uh, while we we're talking about Star Crash today, was this is originally when if you go back in a couple episodes and listen to us talk about what episodes I was contemplating for doing for mm-hmm. this year's awful April, Star Crash was one of those episodes. And uh, two days after we recorded the episode, we were talking about what would would be uh, doing for awful april uh they put out a trailer for the new season of mystery science theater 3000 in which it revealed that star crash was one of the movies so i was like okay well if i'm ever gonna watch star crash without being spoiled b- about it beforehand well i gotta do star crash now before i watch the mystery science theater 3000 episode about it and um so yeah i have seen star crash four times in the last week mm. once just just watching it just watching star crash twice with commentary and the fourth last time I, I promised myself I wasn't going to do it, but I couldn't hold fast, and I went ahead and watched the Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode well, of Star Crash. everything up. Uh, spoilers, it's not it's not a great episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. Uh, it, it's not like it ruined me on my thoughts about Star Crash or anything like that. Mm. It's not a terrible episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, but it's, considering how bonkers this movie is, I thought hey. the episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 about this would be a little bit peppier. It's It's... Their big, the, the, the my big takeaway, Mr. Science Theater 3000 takeaway from Star Crash is, uh, I, I don't, I, I, I can't believe it's so boring watching a robot shoot lasers at cavemen. That's the big joke yeah, out of that movie, um, and that's it. It is not, it does not live up to Message from Space. Really? Yeah. Because I it's think they're kind of both on the same even keel. It's the same type of feel, but it's... Pretty much it's made at the same boring. time. Yeah. Whereas Message ha- from Space... It's not unintentionally as funny as Message from Space. <laughs> well, Message from Space was Japanese, which always adds a little extra skewed bonkers energy to it. Yeah. Whereas this is the ja- uh, the the Italian knockoff of Star mm. Wars that came around came out around the same time as Message of Space. You know, kind of there... rushed into production right after Star Wars came out. You're a big Star Wars nerd. You'd uh, know. To say the least. If anybody would know, you yeah. would. Hey, do you know of a list out there of movies that have ripped off the opening shot of star wars with the ship flying overhead because that's how this movie it's got to be so numerous i don't even know if message from space did that but this did that space balls did it yeah i know i'm sure um, plenty of other sci-fi movies at the I same time like star wars it. was the first movie to ever have a spaceship flying over the camera yeah but that's the but one very that, specifically the opening the shot you no know. yeah the big titles with the big dun dun i've seen a lot of people actually comment that um uh, have you seen star wars rogue one yet yeah uh, a lot of people think that the uh, main title theme music from that movie is actually ripped off from star crash which actually watching that last night the mst3k version of this with that in mind i was like oh yeah maybe they kind of rip 
Lost Star Crash for Star Wars. It's, it everything's come full circle. Mm. Um, yeah, Star Crash was a nineteen. I don't think it was released until nineteen seventy eight or nineteen seventy nine, but it was rushed into production. Uh, it, yeah, was it does filmed, not show at all. Yeah, they started filming it like a month after Star Wars came out. It came. It was supposed. It was done and finished, and was supposed to have been released in like December of nineteen seventy seven, but it got held up for legal reasons or something like that. But yeah, this movie is. <laughs> Man, it kills me because, like I said, I rushed to watch this movie so I wouldn't get spoiled by the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version and the Misty and the MST3K version. So kind of boring. I'm just kind of like, well, I had a more fun time just watching it by myself and listening <laughs> to commentary than actually Joel or Crow and Jonah and Tom watching. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so spaceships. So oofa doofa. Oofa doofa. Oofa doofa. Not only did they do a bad job yeah. of not making the models look like actual ships. Yeah. But they couldn't even make the camera or the ships move smoothly as they're zooming <laughs> well, over. Totally... Kind of jittery and shaky. They're, and... they're not, I mean, sometimes they're, they're not quite on string, so it's not like 1955 yeah. quality bad, but they're definitely on some kind of like rod or something that's kind of wobbling as they're flying through space. Um, oh, and I totally, speaking of the spaceships, I totally recognize a lot of the spaceship parts they use, in, especially the model of the whatever ship you see at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You can totally see uh, there's kit-bashed uh, pieces from the space shuttle model that was big at the time that I built a couple times oh. as a kid. Specifically, you can see the little uh, engine thrusters from the actual space shuttle itself and also the uh, main liquid f- uh, fuel canister, the big orange thing that the space shuttle always rode on. It's kind of like the side engines of the spaceship. And the spaceship, isn't the spaceship's name like Murray Lester or something I like that? I don't remember, weird. I don't know. But yeah, they did, they did a terrible job hiding the scale of what the spaceship... You can even you can see, like, it. seams sometimes. <laughs> well, they used some of the model runners. Like, you know, when a model... Uh, the parts come attached to, the, like, the plastic yeah. arms and stuff. They used the actual plastic arms in the models, too, so they kind of really just... Wow, they did not have much of a budget for this movie. But they sure do love I, showing you those models. I, I appreciate that instead of, like, the stars being little white pinpricks in space, they're obviously just Christmas lights. Yeah. I mean, so clearly Christmas lights. Cause, and I I do appreciate how this movie embraces kind of like the shitty pre-Star Wars kind of Buck Rogers version of science fiction. Mm. So many uh, Star Wars knockoffs. They try to be so much specifically like Star Wars, whereas this movie, even though it's coming out and it's trying to rip off Star Wars, it's more of an homage to, like, play a Flash Gordon Buck Rogers than actually Star Wars itself. You even got the bad guys have, like, little helmets that don't with, like, little heads. arrows on. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, well, yeah, Space Show Come Flying. Oh, also, James Bond composer John John oh, yeah. Barry scored this. Yeah. I, he's the guy who came up with the James Bond theme. How the hell did he get involved in this garbage? I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, spaceship through space. Inside that ship, there's some fucking guys in a dumb helmet and brown leather. Oh, I noticed uh, the uh, there's someone on the comms is, is they're paging Major Bradbury to the communications bridge. Major Bradbury, because it's you. It's a reference! Larry Bradbury! The guy who wrote the books! Okay. The Christmas tree and all that shit. Oh, the Christmas tree. Ray Bradbury! Mm. You don't know okay. Ray Bradbury? No. He wrote, well, no, 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 Halloween tree. Star Crash. Star Crash. We're talking about Star Crash. He gets inside what I thought was an elevator, but it just rotated the room 90 degrees, and then he goes up some stairs. <laughs> they seem to spend more money That's on like... this set than any other set in the movie, and it's just, yeah. I was like, oh, I guess they don't have elevators in the future. They have just have rooms that rotate to take you to stairs. Yeah, in, in, in this spaceship, for some reason, there's not just corridors with corners. They, like, you have to go into a pod that turns you, and then, like, the like as if the people you know on the ship... You know what that ship... is called? A corner in a hallway. That's <laughs> well, what that's, that's called. It's as if the people 
people in the ship are unable to turn 90 degrees by themselves, so they need to yeah. go into this platform to turn them in. The, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the future! The future, because of Flash Gordon hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're going to a planet with nothing but ice and snow, barren wasteland. But then suddenly, oh no, red bubbles! Red bubbles everywhere. <laughs> it's uh, a lava. They're attacked by a guts yeah, of a lava lamp. Yeah, they they're they're attacked by a see-through film of a lava lamp. And it's just so it's great. It's just like badly super. They're all grabbing their heads. Until later that you find out these are specifically supposed to be monsters. Yes. Which, according to the commentary, they were gonna like animate like mouths and eyes <laughs> onto the blobs, but they didn't have time, so all of this turns into they're just attacked by blobby red blubbles. Mm-hmm. And blubbles. so yeah, it is. They're the blubbles. <laughs> the blubbles. <laughs> That's my copyrighted children's uh, book. Don't you don't do. <laughs> not of copywriting on the podcast. That's the, the the podcast version of mailing yourself an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Poor uh, man's copyright. So a bunch of tiny little dumb ships launch off of their big ship. Yeah. And then, I totally don't remember. I've seen this movie four times and I don't remember this. I remember the some, bubbles, but I don't remember how this ends. And then there's something explodes. Oh, okay. And a Nat and Patrick Washenberger production. <laughs> oh, a that's couple, what the credits are. A start. couple of names pop up that nobody will ever remember. Yeah. And then Star Crash. Oh my God. David Hasselhoff. I forgot. You know what? Despite me pushing for this movie, I completely forgot it was a David Hasselhoff thing. That's because he doesn't show up till two thirds through the movie. He really is unconquerable. And he, yeah. he really is inconsequential. Unconquerable. I just woke up. I was going to say inconsequential, but I wanted to say unconscious. He really is a conch shell of a man. He's an unconca conca. Um, but yeah, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, um, I guess the guy who plays, I just call him Peanut Butter in the notes, because he looks like a, a mannequin covered in mm. peanut butter with the greatest American hero yeah. wig put on. I guess that dude, Marjor Gorner, he's supposed to be some kind of like, when I was tweeting about watching this movie over the weekend, a lot of people were going, oh my god, that's the movie with Marjo Gorner. I'm like, what the fuck is a Marjo Gorner? <laughs> I guess this guy's yeah. famous. Somebody made a documentary about him, because I guess when he was a kid... Uh, growing up in the deep south, his parents uh, kind of coerced him into becoming like this kid minister. Hmm. And uh, before, aside from this movie, he's most famous for being like this child oh, minister in like the 1950s or 60s. He does have a 60s. slight connection to another movie we watched. Oh, Christ. Why? Well, what's up? So he was in, uh, what is it called? Kingdom of the Gods. Did, is that something we'd seen? No. Okay. But the rat, <laughs> they go to an island where there's like giant creatures. Yeah. And the giant rats in that is the cool-looking giant rat that they used in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, really? Yeah. He was the star of that movie. So that's going to be something we have to save for next year. I don't think Not that I'm be. dying to see another no, Mordor Gordon movie. I don't movie. think we need to see that at all. <laughs> How did you know that? Did you look up trivia? No, I looked him up, and I was like, oh, he's in that movie with the dumb rat. Oh, I did not even bother. I watched the commentary, but I totally forgot to look up, like, internet... Because I was like, do I know him from anything? He has a very distinctive look. He's got such... He's such a smug motherfucker in this movie. Drives me crazy. (laughs) His performance, he's so smiling all the time. Just like, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, the music ends abruptly. Oh, well, the other... Oh, Sha-Fu! Jack-Fu! Go ahead. Oh, you don't know... You've never seen the Godfather movies? I've seen one. 
Um, one of the guys from the Godfather movies plays the villain <laughs> in this movie. What if I had only seen three? <laughs> I saw three, I didn't like yeah, it. I, I don't said, know what was going what on. F- Fuck this yeah, movie. I was like, not that I'm Fuck, I'm not going to bother with one and two if three's so bad. Um, yeah, Joe Spinell, he plays the villain Count. I never even saw what his proper name. I just wrote him in the notes as Count yeah, Zaza. I, I count him Count. Yeah, Joe Spinell, he's weird choice to play the villain in this movie because he was a super New York... Even in this he, movie, he's got, like, kind of a fat gut. He's just he's budget just kind of... budget Edward James Olmos. Yeah, because, like, usually in a movie like With this... With more gums. You think, if anything, you'd get Christopher Plummer to play the villain. The mm-hmm. kind of, like, aristocratic... Yeah. Instead, they get your guy who sounds like... Uh, my joke is that he's pretty much the human personification of the Charlie Bronson voice from The Simpsons. Oh, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He's essentially a character from Look Goodfellas brought to life. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he played Willie Chi-Chi in the Godfather movies. It just, uh, essentially, Michael Corleone's a right-hand man and kills a whole bunch of people and stuff, but I fucking weird, and he's got he a does lot a good job with what he's given. He's got a lot of teeth. Got a lot of teeth. He's got a lot of, yeah, orange peel skin. Yeah. He's got a lot of bug eyes, mm-hmm. but, yeah, Joe Spinell, um, amazed that he's in this movie, but, yeah, that's my only other thing about it. So the music ended abruptly. <laughs> it does really <laughs> kind of stop, like, eh! <laughs> and, and then we see a lady with lots of eye makeup on. She is supposed and... to technically be the star of this movie. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, because yeah, I guess the alternate, the actual and alternate title for this movie is supposed to be like Stella Star and mm. blah, blah, blah. And a guy who I describe as looking like a ventriloquist dummy had sex with the American greatest hero and got left out in the sun. <laughs> it really does. He looks, he's so brown, but smiley and wooden. Mm-hmm. kind of smug he never emotes other than just to kind of like he doesn't he can't seem to turn his neck either whenever he turns to talk to somebody else he just kind of pivots at the waist like a manic like yeah. a fucking mannequin or a fucking tra- a ventriloquist dummy mm-hmm. and he's just so smug and like eh, eh. <laughs> he looks like he auditioned and didn't get the role of doctor who actually yeah <laughs> Poor man's Tom Baker. Yeah. Oh man, this and he's so weird, fucking looking. This is one and of Tom the... Baker's failed clones, <laughs> like in Aliens Three. Who's like Scared when he got cloned, me. he's stuck in this rigor mortis kind of like smug smile all yeah. the time. Um, and he's always in like this little red leotard diaper thing that mm. actually all the guys in this yeah, movie everybody wear. Everybody got diapers. It's weird. Fucking... The, the bat. The 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 count has this weird like fanny pack looking thing that always looks like his gut is spilling out of his pants. It's the worst because Joe Spinell, he was just a normal guy he's from New York. He's just he like you know he loved his cheese sandwiches. So it's not like <laughs> a super tall, lanky, swell guy. And so yeah, the guy had a little bit of a gut, and so they gave him like a gut sling yeah. that even it's like something if you're trying to dress Homer Simpson to make it look Homer. Simpson even look more fat than he yeah. already is. is yeah. But then, uh-oh, the uh, cops. Yeah, the space police show up. Like the cops are So right. I guess, do they ever explain what it is that uh, Peanut Butter and Stella Star are... They're just smugglers. They're smuggling yeah. something, but yeah. But uh, the cops are like, hey, you better surrender. And then they go, she's like, oh, let's go to hyperspace. So they do. Yeah. And then they come out of hyperspace, and she's he, he's like, oh, here are the statistics on how we're going to die. Yeah, it's 40% you know, chance of this, 60% chance, of, like, none of the statistics yeah. add up or anything like no. that. And I love when he when he goes to consult, like, how they're likely about to die. He just looks over to, like, this weird little radiograph thing. Mm-hmm. There's no text on it. It's just, mm-hmm. like, this sine wave going, me, 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 and goes, like, oh, 40%. And he's talking about how they're dying. He's still just kind of, like, looking at her, <laughs> smiling, just kind of like, we're going to die this way and that and way. Then, but then yeah. they, they come out of hyperspace. Space. But oh no, it's a neutron star. Their ship is getting sucked into it. So they launch out 
another ship off their bigger ship. Into well, they the just kind of—I think it's—they're just de- de- uh, detaching the uh, cargo part of their ship. Oh, is that it? Which they never remark in. The, I mean, there's their cargo was valuable enough for them to be smuggling it, but they're fine with just ejecting into space, and it's never commented it again. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're ah, we made it! Yay! Plot is a new course, so the cops can't find us. Do you and get he says, just to... he says, even as you speak, it is being taken care of. Yeah, I mean, and this is one of the weird things. Why, especially watching this a couple times later on in the movie, it's kind of revealed that he knows the future, kind mm-hmm. of or something like that. Watching it again, you realize, yeah, this is already there. He's already anticipating everything she needs because I, I guess he somehow knows about everything in advance. Which and they're like, hey, there's yeah. the border of the haunted stars. If we had traveled one second further, we would have ended up right next to them. I'm like. Oh no! <laughs> is that a bad thing? I love the phrase "haunted, haunted stars. stars." Yeah, they, does that mean there's ghosts in there? Are are the stars I mean, ghosts? Is that a literal thing? Is a metaphor because they're just so beautiful they look ghostly? But yeah, <laughs> I kind of love that though because that's a total like kind of things you'd hear in a Buck then, Rogers thing. She goes, "What is that? <gasps> a spaceship? What in in space? This Who, is what a shock! Miraculously <laughs> enough, despite spending her entire lifetime in space, it's the only second time she's ever seen a spaceship in space. One time, I was on a lake in a boat, and I said, oh, What's that? Oh, a boat! Uh, next time you're driving with Kelsey, you see another car. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a, oh, a car! A car! Yeah. An automobile! And it's not like she's worried about they're the cops. Mm-hmm. But I, don't know, I guess this is close to a neutron star near the haunted stars. It's weird to see another car out, or <laughs> spaceship out there. Uh, uh, some awesome, awesome, awesome special effects of her flying through space. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of turns around, and gets up, and, like it's a little Barbie doll version of her, like falling yeah. towards the other ship. <laughs> Flying through space towards the ship. They do that a couple times in this movie too. Uh, yeah, that's and great. She's got a dumb helmet on. Oh, that's right. She's got like the that's fucking like... office. A uh, water jug thing yeah. on her head, yeah. See through with a seam on it. Uh, it looks like a she, butt. Yeah. Uh, she walks through the ship, find body laying on the ground. It stubbles McTrash hair. Uh, so they bring him back to the ship. Man, I don't remember the, who is this. Yeah, it's because nothing happens with this guy. They bring him back to the ship. Does he melt? Or He's something? dehydrated and keeps talking about red monsters. He Man. wants them to alert somebody urgently. I must the have really been checking the... the first circle of the universe. I saw this movie four times, and I must have been checking and, Twitter all the same time during this part Atkins of the movie. Atkins is telling her this. He's like, he's saying this. The guy's not saying anything, but he's relaying it to her. I'm like, oh, okay. he's laying right there. She can, she would be able to hear him. Yeah. But whatever. This oh, wait, what is the guy's stupid. name? Atkins? Atkins, yeah. At- Atkins? Okay, yeah. Like the diet. Not really? That's think, a terrible yeah. name. Atkins? Atkins. <laughs> he is slim. <laughs> it's not wrong. He ain't no slim good body. Um, oh, the, the the thing they mentioned in the commentary, too. This is supposed to be the amazing reveal of Stella Star's figure. Because oh. they wanted to get Super Hot Lady. And so they wanted to have it so, like, when you first see her on the spaceship and so you just see her from, like, the like the neck up. So you're just, oh, it's a pretty lady. But, like, when she gets up, it's supposed to be this amazing reveal of, whoa, whoa, how you doing? Which I didn't quite get that. No, me either. But, yeah. They should have put a horn in there. Well, she really doesn't show any skin until she gets sent to prison, which we're coming up on soon, but yeah. So, uh, the guy has a symbol on his wrist. It's some Navy shit. Doesn't matter. I do not remember this. Uh, and then Akin says, I'd say it's red hot potatoes for small-time smugglers like us. What? The hell does that mean? That's a 1930s does that, does that phrase. Mean, does that mean you scored? Does that mean you were in trouble? Does it mean they just want to eat some potatoes? I'll have to take your word for it, because I was, like, taking a poop when this happened. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, well, what do we know? What, what do we do now? But then cops come. 
and you're gonna arrest yeah, them. Yeah, the cops just somehow figured out, like, yeah. knew they were gonna do this. And is it both uh, Darth Vader and Green Guy? L and Thor. Is yes. it Thor? It's Thor. Jesus. I know it's L. And, and they Thor's talk like, to... go to yeah. prison. Your hyperspace didn't fool us. That shit was super easy to follow. Like, whoa. And L's a big black... He's He's obviously designed. He's a big black man. He's no, obviously designed he's to like look robot. like Darth Vader for the kind movie of. poster, even though he's just like a cowboy RoboCop. He's always like, "Hey, hey, how yeah. you doing there?" This uh, thing makes me nervous. I love as imposing as he seems as a cop. As soon as uh, as he joins the gang, he's just kind of super neurotic and and completely useless. Uh, at least Thor is kind of slightly kind of threatening. And <laughs> she's like, "This time you win. We'll surrender." She had a boogie in her nose. Oh, she did? It must have looked awesome on the big screen. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and it, Thor's like, there won't be a next time, stellar star. So they're captured. Boom, boom, boom. End of uh, There's some more BBC television budget exterior <laughs> shots. Oh. Uh, and I'm, well, I'm, does it, I'm it guessing gets... they go to the evil people because everybody's dressed in black and red. It's never this is it's never really explained, but suddenly they're in front of the, is it the head alien guy? Yeah, is essentially just a floating yeah, head some, with like tentacles some, and shit. Subor- it's what? like a space judge. Oh no no not yet. Really? Uh, yeah, they, you see the count. You're in. Oh count. okay okay okay. And some one of his subordinates come up and is like, "Hey, we found a survivor, but his brains is basically potatoes, so he won't be of any help to them." And he's like, "Ha ha ha, good." And look at Joe Spinell chewing the sooner. What? Oh, right. He says, Come to me, Golage. And two fucking dumb, dumb, dumb looking robots. They're just honestly just made out of like bike parts. And they. Stop motion, though. Stop it's motion great. Robots. Yeah. Yes. They it's... look terrible. I... They look like a bat. A bad like, guy out of, like, Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Again, this movie being more inspired by the things that inspired Star Wars than in Star Wars itself, they're obviously going for, like, a Ray Harryhausen thing, mm-hmm. but on a super, super fucking slim Not budget. Intimid- they got big fucking heads. Well, the weird thing, too, is fucking uh, uh, Joey Zazas calls them, he's like, he calls them the golems, mm. which is a very specific Jewish monster made <laughs> out of golems? clay. I thought he said golage. He, again, later on, he got, like, the other referred to as the golems mm. again, too. But yeah, they're specifically supposed to be golems. But yeah, they're just like cheap mechanical. They look like the armatures for an actual stop motion puppet after the flesh has been ripped off. Yeah. And like what would be beneath the puppet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not very threatening. They're just no, kind of big, and they just kind of. Rah, 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 rah. Does he even tell them what to do? I don't know. Because he's, think so. I, I'm assuming they're just setting up the fact then that they're there. Because then they yeah. show up at the end of the movie. Because then it's court time. Yeah. And there's a face projected on a rock with tentacles waiting. <laughs> exactly. <around>. Yeah. <laughs> it's only is like yeah. That, this is I Doctor sh- Who production yeah. values. Yeah. And it's sentencing to Atkins to hundred for you, hundred and twenty years hard labor yeah. somewhere. I don't know something, something. And then, uh, and why is she wearing a dominatrix? Well, she's dressed like Vampirella now. Yeah, yeah, because she's totally it's just like three straps and like a little collar. Um, and I guess she and Atkins are peanut butter man mm-hmm. are both sent off to two different places. Yeah. I guess which kind of makes he, sense. He says they're such criminal. We condemn you to forced labor for the life in the. Pino colony. Penal. Of. Does he say Pino? I think it says Pino, but it might be Pino. In the Pino Grigio colony. Of the Neutron the second. Well, I mean, there's sl- got I'm some sure weird pauses. Colony, yeah. uh, so she's doing quote unquote hard labor, which, which is just dropping a giant globe into a there's hole. There's 30 extras 
And they're just carrying, like, one rock, one glowing orb into a hole, and that is the extent of the mining we yeah. see. That very she's... hard work. Yeah. Um, Phew! Yeah, and she's still dressed in her new Vampire Ella outfit. Yeah. She's practically Everybody else around her is dressed in, like, rags and prisoner garbs, so and she's just, just walking just... around in thigh-high not, heels. Not the best mining gear. Um, maybe that's part of her punishment. And they're like, if you're gonna dress like a slut to court, <laughs> you gotta mine I mean, in that shit, too. Good on them for trying to... To get her all skanked up for this movie because it's the only thing this movie has going for it is uh-huh. something to look at. But, um, yeah, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, a little before I forget later too. It's it's not really ever uh, particularly this this scene or anything like that. But the guy in the L costume, you know, playing the cowboy robot, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, her husband. Yeah, which actually t- ties into a little a little bit uh, of the ending. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. But yeah, so. She yeah she she whining so hard yeah Woo. and and why are there so many sci-fi oh not just sci-fi so many movies where smugglers are good guys yeah like they're always, well, always they're always be. is is smuggler just a way of saying I'm a smuggler but I got a heart of gold yeah well you always have to be be the underdog in a story like this and but why do you have to be breaking the law you can be an underdog yeah, without breaking the law yeah I guess it's easy to come up with that you're either a smuggler or a con man yeah. So many movies. How many smugglers? Well, I guess there's drug. I was gonna say, what smugglers do you know do bad things? And I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> Lots like, of them. All I don't drug know. Gun runners. <laughs> Guns, drugs. <laughs> what pirates ever did a bad thing in Knock real life? Knock off amiibos. It's you know, it's easy. It's just shorthand for like, uh, yeah, it's just shorthand for the underdog. Like, okay. You, and you just have a little thing saying, oh, I'm glad we're just smuggling children's toys for the children's hospital or something mm. like that. That's that's another way just to make it seem as if the evil regime that you're trying to undermine is that much more evil. That you you have to smuggle such an innocuous thing. Although they never say what they got. No, they never say. Exactly. They, yeah. uh, it was enough if that they were... got sentenced to life <laughs> in prison. It was, exactly, yeah. Um, so she tells us some fat man and some middle-aged lady that there's got to be all the way off yeah, the planet. Yeah, it's like a weird accent. You can barely understand what they're saying. And yeah. then a guard comes up, planning an escape. This is what you're going to get, lady. And he punches her in the face. And then, uh, well, he whacks the shit out of her with a Nerf gun, actually. Yeah. But she fights him off. And then the lady that she was talking to picks up his Nerf gun and shoots him with a very bad laser. This is, I, this is... <laughs> The moment where the movie really endeared me. It's one of those shitty science fiction movies where the lasers can't even bother to come out of the guns at the right angle. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, this kicks off a whole little quick little then laser sh- fight. That lady gets shot. And when they get gets shot, shot in this movie, they kind of, like, they don't quite explode, but all the steam that steam comes out of them. Steam and sparks Holy fly shit. Out, yeah. Everyone's just filled literally with hot air. Yeah. Everyone's a fart machine in this movie, <laughs> waiting to be. She picks up some stupid-looking sword gun thing. Yeah. And but then instead of engaging in the fight, she just runs yeah, away, right? And then slowly leaves as everybody kills each other. And, like, the, the, the whole... And the whole place blows up. Well, the whole scale of this uprising are these two Middle Eastern old Jewish people <laughs> that she just tricked into having a gunfight with the yeah. guards. And I guess she she runs away, I guess, anticipating that the old man she was just talking to is going to take out the reactor core with his last know. dying breath. Which... Uh, yeah, he just falls over and, like, randomly shoots the reactor. The whole place explodes, and now she's free to go. Yeah. Yeah. But then a spaceship lands nearby. <laughs> terrible, course... terrible. Oh. Another kit bashed random. They just took a bunch of model parts yeah. and watered them with, the, like, around a ball of glue, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so she does what anybody would do. She gets on it. Yeah. Uh, and 
somebody says, you can drop the rifle, Ray. And it's got a blaster pointed at her, and she turns around. You! And you, too! It's the bald green guy and the robot from earlier that arrested her. Yeah. So he's like, I bet you never thought you'd see me here. Uh, Is that and- L? No, that's the Thor. Because Thor really doesn't talk that much in the movie. Yeah. He just kind of glowers. And, and then L's like, we were sent here to free you. Your sentence has been canceled. <sighs> I, I, you think the fact that she just blew up the penal colony would actually kind of like you know, complicate it's weird, that. Because, okay, so Do you think I would L's guess really they're freeing her and hiring her because she's the best pilot in the galaxy. Well, that's what Christopher Plummer was about to reveal. She didn't get away from the cops. Like, we haven't seen her do anything impressive. They jumped to hyperspace. That was it. And then they got caught. Well, no, she has just murdered a whole bunch of people. Well, I guess technically not herself, but she is the only survivor of a blown-up penal colony. Yeah, which but they that might didn't... Ju- her piloting skills are null. They really never, aside from Christopher Plummer as the Emperor later saying, you're the best, they, yeah, they never established, yeah. like, why she's supposed to be, like, you know... No one, up until now, or even later on in the movie, no one's, like, talking about how what a great smuggler or pilot mm-hmm. she is. But, I, again, she... that's... She's Welcome like, to the world of Buck Rogers slash gone mad? And L the robot says, I only have logic and emotion circuits. No room for crazy. We've all been assigned to a top secret Imperial mission. We must now leave and said, what? It's his name free. Like, it doesn't stop for commas or periods at all. Well, again, this movie was originally filmed in Italian, so I guess when they looped in the English lines, like, it was kind of like dubbing a Japanese movie where you have to kind of squeeze in the exposition mm. where you can, yeah. And I love the suggestion that he's only... Like, they try to pretend that, like, he's a robot, so he only has... He doesn't have emotions. It's mm-hmm. just pure logic. And that's the furthest thing of the truth. He's the most, like, I think you're the this, nicest lady I ever met. This makes me nervous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but so, yeah, they go fly away from Peel Colony Planet. Well, Atkins comes out from an elevator, glowing hole in the ground later. It just cuts to that. Did just cuts his smug face <laughs> rising out of the he ground. Just, yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that fucking face. And some dude in oh. a chair says, there, he's free. My gift to you. Great oh, acting. 10 out of 10. I forgot because, yeah, we don't really track what happens to Atkins. We and go then, through the whole thing with Stella. And says, but... walks up to her and says, would I lie to you? For no context. What? what? Were we supposed to remember a line he said to her earlier in the, the world, movie? the star crash. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're um, all fly away. Yeah. And, and one of them's like, look, it's an Imperial flagship. Quasi uh, epic music for a quasi model. This musical theme—it's the only real recognizable musical theme in the entire film, despite the film being composed by such a famous dude, John Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just sounds like Rhapsody in Blue trying to start over and over again. It's like this little tinkly piano thing, mm. but then it kind of fades out, and that's that's really the extent of of the memorable music. They spend in this movie. a lot of time showing this ship. Oh god, around. yeah, it's it is kind of weird because it kind of looks like a floating pirate ship or like a sailing ship, but like with plastic yeah. model shit glued onto it. And then, and then somebody's like, "He's here! Is there? There!" Look, it's his terrible garbage holographic image. Well, they're all looking out the window at yeah. his ship, and he slowly fades in behind them. I'm kind of surprised he doesn't have to go, hey, behind <laughs> you. <laughs> his highest have to turn around. the emperor of the first circle of the universe. Which, is this a hologram? They it's... never bothered with any, like, holographic thing. No. Because he just fades in and yeah, he's it's a, a ghost. Hologram. It's never explained it's, what's going on. Yeah. It's fucking Mr. Von Trapp from The Sound of Music. Which I've still never seen. Really? I got, you know what? You'll be happy to learn. The latest two Blu-rays I got were Apocalypse Now and, and uh, 
uh, the Sound of Music, so I can. How make did them you a... avoid that? It was on every the Sound of Music every it's single fucking... like Christmas. I was about to say it's Julie Andrews. I love Julie Andrews. Yeah, you but... love the shit out of Julie. Any clips from the Sound of Music? It's fucking Nazis and nuns and shit. Nazis like that. don't show up What's till the later in the shit? movie. Did the Nazis kill the kids? Yep, everybody oh, dies actually, in the I end. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know Christopher Plummer was in that. All I know, Christopher yeah, he's Plummer. The, he's the strict father who's he's... got his rules and a whistle. Did he sing in that movie? Probably, yeah. Oh, okay, I can see. It's him been kind of years beautiful. since I've. He's seen actually. Him. I really do like him in Star Crash. Um, I only know him. He's the uh, evil Klingon from Star Trek Six, hmm. and he's the dad of Amanda Plummer. Wait, who's the lady from Pulp Fiction who says, "Shoot every motherfucker, I'm gonna fuck you, so I'm gonna shoot you." I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he stopped. Did we talk about the last unicorn on here? We've mentioned it. Did we do the project? You know Molly Grew? No. The lady, older lady who's so, so upset at the last unicorn for not oh, being yeah, around yeah, when yeah. she was younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's his wife. Mm. And they had a kid and her, it's, uh, their daughter's a slugger too. Anyway, Christopher You Plummer. should write a book. <laughs> I'm just gonna dictate <laughs> off what I think, what I think Christopher Plummer's life was like to somebody and they'll just transcribe and sell it through, uh, Kindle on Amazon. Yes. But yeah, Christopher Plummer! Yeah. Why he's not playing the villain, I have no idea, but... Who knows? Yeah. But he's like... I come to you that my faithful robot L says you are the only ones who can help us now. Stellar, you must be the best pilot in the whole galaxy. And you, Atkins, the best navigator. Uh, so it turns out the bad guys make a big old weapon. A weapon so big, it take a whole planet to hide it. They never explain what the weapon does, like what it's capable of. Just that it's a weapon that's so big it's inside a planet. Because yeah. he never uses the weapon or anything. I, oh no, we, he blows up a he blows up well, the planet that it's on with it. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Don't worry, we'll get to the weapon. <laughs> I just realized how the, the weapon, like it's not really defined what that weapon is. So... It's just a really big <laughs> fucking revolver. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's... So that's why they sent the mission ship. It came close to finding the planet, but then they were attacked by monsters. Uh, they thought everybody would dead, but they found one guy. Is that is that supposedly supposedly what we're looking at, at the beginning of the movie? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Didn't so occur to me until now. He starts okay. to walk. His hologram starts to walk away, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "One more thing. Uh, if you find my son, bring him back. He's my only kid. I love him." He got an afro. He beautiful. Bring him back. <laughs> I know I make him put on way too much makeup, but I do it because <laughs> I love him. So, they have three places they could go. And Atkins like, there's three choices, but really there's only one. It's this mobile jumble where he says a he bunch of words He narrows it down to one. It, it's, it's, something, it's, it's like 30 seconds of blah, 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 but of course we have to start here. And then they go off to there. Yeah. Yeah. So Is this the thing where they he actually... says He says, what would normally take us months can yeah. be done in just two hours with hyperspace. So they jump to hyperspace. And they're there in 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. Two hours, huh? Also, Two hours, 10 seconds. As soon as they the get there, thing. L's convinced it's like a count controlled planet which if that's true like they should be wait if this they're if they're so far on the other side of the galaxy they, sh they should be on i don't know it doesn't make any sense but. so there's a giant screen of the planet just the corner of the planet and uh atkins says you can use a shuttle to get there thor and i will wait for you there in that canyon and he's pointing at it and you can't it's see nothing. no fucking canyon. It's just like a green it's ball. A giant, it's yeah, it's, it's just, just fucking <laughs> no. They never expected anyone to be able to watch this in HD yes, someday. Yeah, that canyon. But man, we get this is right here the best part of the whole movie to me. Is it? It's the best. The, the best. tiny little plastic shuttle they get in. 
the way they get up into it, it's they have a little. So they have a tiny little plastic shuttle. It's off of on like a shelf mm-hmm. <laughs> right next to the command bay. And so for some reason, it's always L and Stella Star who get sent off on these missions. Atkins and fucking Green Dude are always left on the fucking ship. And so Atkins or uh, L. And uh, Stella Star, they go up these tiny little steps built into the wall, and you can totally tell that the guy in the L suit can't see for shit. And so he's very gingerly kind of walking up yeah. the steps, and he even gets at the top, and he almost kind of stumbles a little bit. And they ad lib this great little voiceover line where he's like, "Up, oh, watch your step." And he very gingerly has to get up the steps into this little cubby hole, and it's the most awkward. Thing. And it goes, <laughs> it's the shot. They could have just cut the whole. Sh- they could have just jumped from, "Oh, we have to go to the space." We have to go there, get in the shuttle, and just cut to the shuttle. But no, there's like this great little ten second long shot, the completely needless. Even the fact that I'm talking about it right now to this podcast is needless. Yeah. But it's just one of those things in movies, especially shitty B movies, where it's just kind of dead air. But then they, it's nice little character moment. Him, he's worried about Stella Star. What's your stuff? And he has, he sees so much bigger than the space for the shuttle to get into. It's cute. So they get in the shuttle and fly away. And they fly in front of some projected water. Oh man, for a while too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they land on a beach. It's totally like Pee Wee Herman yeah. flying at the end of the Pee Wee Herman special. They land yeah. on the beach, and Elle is like, my seatbelt is stuck. I get the feeling he's going to be our quote-unquote comic relief. Uh-huh. Let me say that. They walk past the crashed ship uh, and see an old laser spear, I guess. And, and now, I love how they and now seen... she's in a plastic bikini. I guess she's like, I'm going to the beach. I'm gonna get in my bikini. I think something happened where, uh, according to the commentary, she was supposed to wear like another like bikini variant on the beach, but it was too cold. No, and she's so... got a bikini here or something like that. But it's supposed to be Maybe skinny. Later. It's supposed to be like flesh exposing. This is a bikini. It's flesh exposing. But no, but like, because, but they put her in a plastic suit so she they could still That's show later. off skin. Are you saying that she's, she's not in She's just thing? in a bikini in this one. It's oh, just a is? black bikini. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe later. Okay, that's yeah, what later. it is, yeah. Uh, so. They do this they, thing. They, they, <laughs> this they, happens so many times in the movie so, where it's L. Look, Amazon's on horseback. And a bunch of red horses with bad masks and ladies on their back ride I do up. love they painted the horses red. Some ladies watching on a monitor and says, take my revenge. Kill them. What? <laughs> uh, so they're leading Stella and L through a base. And Which some... originally was supposed to be all, like, red-lit, and that's why the Amazons are red horses, because mm. everything on this planet was supposed to be red, but they ran out of money. So that's kind of like... The red horses and some red lighting when they escape so, later are the only two Some lady comes that. out of nowhere and goes, Die, robot! And shoots him. Shoots him down! Okay! He goes in the slow motion just to show the intro. But very helpfully, as soon as he falls down, they was zoom that... in on his hand, was that and the... you see it twitching. Is that the queen that did that? I guess so. And then she runs away, I guess. I guess so. Well, the queen's only in three shots in this movie anyway. Because yeah. then Stella well, Stella's fights, brought to the queen. She fights some of the Amazons, but they eventually get the better of her. Yeah, and they drive and her to the queen. And take her. And the Amazons, if you are picturing Amazons in your head, stop that. Stop it. No. They do not look like Amazons. They look, they look like, like girls. They, they just look, look like, like dames. Italian baristas from yeah. 1977, just kind of like hanging out. They don't mm-hmm. look ugly or anything. Like no, that, but they not. just look like normal they, people. They're just not Amazons. Yeah, it's like if you were if you were to like they take, do not look like, like warriors. If you were going to have a bunch of barbarians in a movie and it's just a bunch of dudes just in like they look like whitey tighties. a high school production of Amazon exactly. warriors. Which welcome to the world of Star Crash. Yeah, I don't like that world. Aww. So then she's like, "Get your hands off me! Let me go!" Blah blah blah. Uh, as, the, as she gets dragged away, the camera slowly zooms in on Elle's hand next to a gun, and it twitches. <gasps> Bill, I mean, it's bad Bill, enough. Bill, I don't think he's dead. 
it's bad enough they don't even trust the audience to put two and two together by like zooming in on L's hand in the gun, but you have to have him twitch too. Mm-hmm. Which totally he literally is back to life in thirty seconds from now, so it's not even less of a surprise so when yeah. They take her to see the queen and they're like, This is the spy we captured. She came from the Forbidden Seas. Why do bad movies always like when a villainous or even sometimes good guys find somebody they've never seen before, why do they always just be like, you must be a spy? Mm-hmm. Why are they always a spy? Why are all these planets like... Why can't they why just ask so first... forbidden areas on these planets? To, what are you doing here? Forbidden Zone, Planet of the Apes, same thing, where mm-hmm. it's just randomly, you came from that place where we don't trust, so you must be you must be trying to get our barbarian secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're very protective of our ability to command giant silver robots with eye lasers technology. This is something we've developed in-house. We, we're looking to license it, but we want to make sure we get paid for it. We don't want you to steal it. Yeah, I have a forbidden zone in my house, but it's only active like 20 minutes after I use the bathroom. <laughs> like, this is forbidden zone, don't go in there. Now I gotta be thinking about forbidden, uh, forbidden zone movie now. Too. I had like 15 <laughs> deviled <laughs> eggs over the weekend. Don't oh, you man, do it. Oh man, this is the worst time of year for that because it's just a couple days after Easter and everyone's eating uh, egg salad sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And just It's like a sulfur pit in there. Yep. Keep out of there. But yeah. So... They, what happens? Let's see. Well, L. Well, well the, they're they're threatening Stella Star, but then suddenly a door opens and L jumps out. Well, the queen. I don't know if she even sentences Stella Star they to take, death. They or take Stella like to see the queen. The uh, queen's like a short brown-haired lady. Hold on, I, I went. I missed. I, I scrolled down too far. That's totally fine. She's like, "You're a spy, as the men from the launch were. You can't stop now. Oh, Even if you right. got past this plant, you'd never be able to find her. Put her in the mind probe." And she's like, "No." I forgot she drops the exposition bomb. Is that they're the ones responsible for killing the survivors from the crash? But then L shows up and yeah. he's like, "Hold it right there, or I'll blast your queen." I mean it. So instead of taking the queen with it them... It's like H.R. Puffin stuff. It's so great. Instead of taking the queen to, with them to use as leverage... Yeah. And, like, keep her as a hostage to keep from getting attacked, they just are like, <laughs> shove her, and they're like, don't you follow us. Well, I love one of the best lines in the movie is El threatens to, like, he grabs a random girl and threatens to, like, blast her sinuses with his laser gun. Mm. <laughs> and then, yeah, he just closes the door and they both run away. So the queen walks up to some stupid-looking <laughs> statue. Great. I love this. says, take my revenge. What? Kill them! She goes out to a TV set displaying a picture of the giant metal robot. Revenge for what? What is she... This is the second time she's driven home the fact she's getting revenge. What is she getting revenge for? You never find out. You don't. They were saving that for the Star Crush prequel. Oh. Uh, But yeah, so she's looking at the TV set with the giant metal robot, and she commands it, and she lasers shoot out of her eyes at Mm -hmm. the robot, and that activates the robot through the TV set. giant, stupid-looking statue. Again, trying and failing so hard to go for a rehire house thing. It moves in the most unthreatening way. It waddles like a baby (laughs) that's unsure of its feet and also... Filled its diaper with crap. They didn't put any joints in the knees, it looks no, like, so like, it just kind of like It really, it looks like an elementary school student's first attempt at stop motion for, like, a class project. It's great. And it's giant. It's like yeah. four, Oh, it's actually got titties feet, with yeah. nipples on and everything. It's 40, like, how you doing? 40 feet tall or some shit. It's like the spaceship from Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. It throws um, a sword and separates oh, I love that. L and Stellar. This probably consumed a quarter of the budget is the giant, giant like, 12-foot-tall sword that falls down. Yeah, exactly. Almost kills L. But the spaceship shows up and shoots the statue. 
It does some poorly animated shit. Yeah. It falls over. Oh, yeah, and again, when it falls over, it did, like, again, because it really doesn't have knees, it just kind of falls forward and onto its hands. It's mm-hmm. going, <laughs> They get in the ship and fly away. Yeah. Oh. L-man's the laser cans. My heart is in my throat. Oh, this is the... Oh, because the Amazonian spaceships are after them yeah. now. Which just happened to look coincidentally enough just just like Joey Zaza's. Mm-hmm. Emperor uh, Count Zaza's yeah. bad guy ships. Uh, one blows up. I cheer. A second one blows up. I weep tears of joy. Another dies. I hold my breath. One more explodes. I pass out. This goes. I wake up just in time to see the last ship blow up, and I climax all over myself. Um, this is also what? exactly how many ships are left is completely consistent. Well, yeah, they keep like one's left, and then five more. She are says on there's screen. one's left at the beginning of the fight, mm-hmm. and then there's still five more minutes. This is obviously them trying to do this the the gunport Millennium yeah. Falcon sequence from Star Wars, but yeah. Um, and it's like, all right, we won, we did it, yay! Or no, actually, Thor says that, and he has zero emotion in his voice when he's like, oh, "All right, yeah. we did it, we won, yay!" I do kind of appreciate the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe they get with having that green guy around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were going for, because that movie existed. <laughs> I just said retroactively <laughs> by accident. It's technically a riff on something that didn't even appear yet. But yeah. So now they're moving on to another planet. I hope it's as eventful as this one was. Let me guess, it's another one where Ellen and Stella Star have to get off and go wandering around mm-hmm. for five minutes. Footage of snow and shit. Oh, yeah. Gotta have a snow planet. They actually went it's to the just Swiss the way Alps to find, film this. It's just the way sci-fi works. You gotta have a snow planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the planet they talk about how it gets super cold at night because it like drops thousands of degrees? Yeah. I guess originally they were trying to make it so that during the, during the day would be like a tropical planet, but at night it would freeze and turn to like mm-hmm. a hoth planet. But they ran out of money and they just turned into a snow planet. Uh, I'm amazed they did not figure out a way for her to have her tits out in her snow costume. Yeah, she is just actually wearing clothes. Yeah, okay. So, everybody's frozen at the crash site. They all dead. Mm. So then they gotta walk back to the ship. Where Atkins is sitting there with his hand up, just being like, doing some shitty special effects. It goes on for a while, too, where he's just like, it's like Mr. B. Natural fucking... The there's fuck your, are you doing? There's your Mr. B natural reference for the episode. Yeah, but he's so smug and kind of like, he's like sitting jauntily up on this table, kind of like looking at his own hand doing this like weird science fiction spiral graph magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then uh, the computer, I guess, is like, what's <laughs> yeah. the matter with you, Atkins? And he's oh, like, yeah. well, I'm just refining my powers. What's your problem, ship's computer? He asked, rubbing a giant brain. I was about to say, is this, yeah, I couldn't remember, I didn't didn't remember the brain actually talking to him, but I forgot the brain, that's, I guess that's the interface on how to pilot yeah. the ship, is just a f- and, and fucking fondle of giant glowing brain. The brain is like, is everything alright with Stella and Elle? I'm not worried about them. I'm just waiting, but then smash Kerblimer. He gets hit on the back of the head with the stick. I guess by this Thor. future says, vision kind of failed him here. <laughs> Your waiting's over. Uh... This is when you really get to see the diaper thongs that all the guys are wearing. He gets on the screen, and it's uh, the Count. Yeah, hmm. You have good news for me, Thor? And uh, he's like, yes, Master. I killed the Pathfinder and taken over the enemy ship. (gasps) What a twist! Bum, bum, bum. He tells the Emperor not to worry about Stella and L. The plane is going to kill him. So they 
uh, it he's, is. He's gonna fly off, but something's wrong with the. Thor's the... supposed to be a cop, right? Yeah. But he's working with the bad guys. Yeah. I, mean, I guess he's undercover, but it's 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 weird that they even set him. He could have been a little more altruistic mm. before this to kind of really sell the point that oh, it's such a heel turn that he's a bad guy. But no, we don't. He's been so quiet, the ba- such a background character up until now. It's just we're like, okay, well, I guess he's he's always been a dick, and he's been so bland that no one's even cared about even asked him whether or not he's but actually he's a like, really good hey, guy computer, or bad guy. Why won't the ship fire? And yeah. the, shit, the computer's like, shit, I don't know. There's a malfunction. Not my department. Fuck off. <laughs> I do like a computer. Yeah. So. L and Stella come to the ship from outside, and they're like, let us in, the sun's gonna ship. And Thor gets on the viewfinder, and he's like, that is exactly why I am not letting you in. Soon you will be dead, and I will be joining the Count as the Prince of the League of Darkness. Because it just sounds super cool. Like, could you imagine this guy actually has a little prince with little pants <laughs> on, and little curly cool shoes, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, she may not be wearing something that shows off her tits, but at least she is wearing heels in the snow. That must have made these scenes fucking great. I'm to film. shocked she didn't break her ankle and they didn't have to spend the rest of her movie like just like limping around on space crutches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is kind of the weirdest. I love how they lay down in the snow. I thought they were gonna have some kind of plan. Nope. But no, it's really like we'll weather the storm. Literally, yeah. we're gonna. She L tells her, "I'll do some robot shit. Lay down in the snow and hold my hand. I'll keep you alive." And like, yeah, L has then... this whole thing about you are the most. He says something about her, and she's and she's like, "You're the most faithful robot companion a girl could have." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, he's gonna use his robot energy to keep her heart yeah. beating while she freezes to death. Yeah, the some stagehands pile some snow on top of them, and uh, people have also noticed her hair gets a lot better looking when she gets out of unfrozen because when she's actually in the snow, it's all tussled mm-hmm. and everything like that. But yeah, uh, then we the count is back on the screen. He's like, "You were expected here hours ago. Where the shit are you?" And he's like, "Uh." There's been a malfunction. Well, the best thing, you've got Thor. He's trying to fix all these components from the ship. He's, like, ripped all these guts out of from the machines, I guess, computer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to glue the pieces back together, and he's failing miserably. It's great. And then Atkins wake up and says, You shouldn't try to take off without talking to me, and proceeds to get punched in the face. What a combat mastermind. Peanut butter gets punched in the face? Yeah. <laughs> I love who. Who would not want to punch that smug face in the middle of being smug? Like, oh shit! I didn't even think they that. Have, Future vision failing his ass left and right. They have a super lame fight. Oh, it's the most. Atkins' eyes glow suddenly. It's and he gets superpowers. It's the weirdest thing because, like, yeah, uh, fucking Thor tries to shove Atkins' peanut butter into an oven. And Atkins is about to die, but then mm. he has a flash eyeball magic that suddenly gives him kung fu powers. And he does all this crappy, crappy, yeah. like, ta- tai chi kind of, like, weird motions and stuff. Goes, and he's making all these angry faces to show how, how rough and tumble yeah. his kung fu is now. Thor picks up a gun and tries to shoot him, but it don't work. No one can survive these deadly rays. These deadly rays will be your death. And he bounces his shots back at Thor. And, and Thor yeah, keeps yeah, on yeah, shooting! Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Thor good dead. Yeah, Thor shoots himself to death. It's like, it's like the guys who would shoot Superman and then throw the gun at Superman. Like, what are you <laughs> expecting that to work? Like, clunk, ow, my one weakness, a gun! Maybe they're hoping it would just get stuck to his face and several blind Superman for ten seconds. Yeah, but know. yeah, Thor is just so like, Man, I'm, that's the saddest way to die is to be killed by peanut butter. <laughs> With that smug face as he's like, for no reason, able to deflect your own lasers back at you. And you're so angry that you can't even stop shooting, knowing that you're just shooting yourself. 
fuck peanut so he, butter. He gets back on the screen and is like, "Hi, I'm back in control of the ship. You guys <laughs> can come back on hey now." Yeah. Uh, so they bring her back inside. She, her body is covered in dried milk. Yeah. They put her. She's stiff as a board. It's yeah. great. Yeah. They put her inside a pod, and Atkins uses some bad special effects to this warm goes on her for, body. Like up. rainbow magic comes out of his hand and mm-hmm. like melts her. Look, yeah. it's working. She's gonna make it. And this transformation of her going from frozen back to or un- frozen to regular makes even the 1940s Wolfman transformation look smoother than this shit. You'll be it happy. Looks like that is every- the mystery science scene reference they used during that thing because <laughs> it's the yeah. Every time it looks like she got up and like shuffled it around and laid back down. Well, I had to put more makeup on. Yeah, and, but like they- redo her hair. She could have just laid in one spot, and they could have just filmed. Or something, yeah. There's some more elegant way they could have done this. She shuffles around and moves around the camera. It looks terrible. I love the time-tested crossfade transformation kind of stuff in movies like this. But yeah, she's she's thawed back. Now she's back, but she's all wet. Oh wait, she's not wet anymore. (laughs) Her hand drips for one shot. That's it. Yeah. But now this trip still won't start. It won't shart. Which this movie sure does. Well, it's got a brain. <laughs> Who says it doesn't have a space anus that all the flares out that Atkins, all the ship are coming Atkins out? was like, I got this part right here. I took it out because I knew Thor was going to... Uh, well, this, this, I knew Thor was evil. And sh- this is the first time they really suggest that he actually can see the future. Well, she says, so you knew about Thor. Yes, I did. So you can see in the future. All these years and you never told me. Think of all the trouble I could have avoided. That's a hell of a logic to leap to. That because he knew Thor was going to betray him, he must be able to see the future. Well, he doesn't deny it, though. No. And then he says, you would have tried to change the future, which is against the law. You guys got sent to prison. You don't give a shit about the law. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm assuming. I'm assuming he's meaning like the laws of nature. But still, especially (laughs) the smug. You don't want to defy the. You don't want to break the law. And like, oh my god, get the fuck out of here, granddaddy. So on planet three. (laughs) Jesus, this is like a bad video game where it's. But before oh. they can get to the planet... I call oh. this the Chrono Trigger planet, because you've got robots and cavemen running around. Oh, no. Around. Power failure. Red balls or beams <laughs> oh, or Oh, before they even get to the planet, yeah, yeah. Red balls attack them. Her head hurts. L falls over. That I don't know. like, my circuits, my circuits. <laughs> <laughs> it's very in- in- intense. I had to clutch my pearls and was like, oh, no. I fanned myself. Because these red monsters, it really does look like somebody just accidentally overlaid film from another footage, like footage from another film onto this movie accidentally, mm-hmm. while these characters are just freaking out for no reason. But then yeah. the attack is over. Well, Atkins isn't even affected. No, and he says... He's just like... He just gets all smug and is like, we just survived an attack of the most powerful weapon in the entire galaxy. You gonna tell us how you guys did that? No? I love, I love, it just went away? No! Okay. I guess that I must have like a barrier they passed through that once they got out of their said the monsters stopped attacking. But I love that Atkins is actually just sitting there eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich and drinking glass cold glass of milk while everyone else is like crying and dying. And he's like just <laughs> smuggly and smiling and he's just like dancing in his seat. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go down to the third planet. They find the third ship. That so this crashed. is where she comes out. It's it's again. It's L and Stella Star, but she's mm-hmm. dressed in her garbage suit, right? Yeah, yeah. This her tr- a, trash can, yeah. her trash bag Fuck outfit. Stupid. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's down. It's down some slope, and the robot L. She says, "Time for a little robot showmanism. You stay here." It's like you guys didn't have issues going up to the spaceships with each other before. Why this time she got to stay out? Oh, it's because she's got to get got attacked. Heels. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, also she's in heels. That didn't stop. She wears heels everywhere. 
house. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, the forest, yeah. Uh, so, oh a bunch of cavemen with terrible makeup come out of nowhere and grab and her. Again, these cavemen do not look... They, they're honestly just dudes and just, like, fucking throw rugs. It is, just... <laughs> they beat L into several <laughs> pieces. I like Alice was like, hey, still a star. And then clock him upside the head and take the top of his head off. Yep. And you see that the inside of his head is like these fucking computer parts from like 1973. It's like essentially mm. the insides of a, of a fucking Atari 2600. And they tear him apart. Like they were, yeah. his limbs are all torn up. He is dead. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. Not a very well-designed robot if one came in with a stick and take <laughs> Seriously. him out. Seriously. And the guy, he's got lasers. Well, this is the thing from MST3K where they joke about, like, I didn't realize a movie with a robot shooting lasers a caveman could be so boring. And this is that scene. And, yeah. yeah, just, pew. how did he get taken? He's got the laser gun. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a robot. He should but be able to shoot all day. And, oh, yeah. Then it's nighttime. She's hanging upside down. Is like, hell. I blacked someone. out on the sequence. I think this is when I checked hell. out really just, yeah. Help. But they come up and they're about to stab her, I guess. But right as she does, some guy in a gold helmet shows oh, up and saves right. her by blasting lasers out of her eyes. I wonder who this could be. Well, it's weird because when for L and Stella Star were first uh, l- like wandering to the spaceship, they passed a crater where that guy with the helmet kind of poked his head out, was yeah, watching like, them. Mm. But like, ooh, like <laughs> he's got why he's got like a golden mask, Fucking lion helmet on. on. But yeah. Um, so he takes off. They go into some caves, and she's like, "Who are you?" He takes off his helmet. It's David Hasselhoff, the most permed he, <laughs> and mascared David Hasselhoff you'll ever see. He is the only survivor of the ship that crashed. Uh, his crew did not find the planet that the Count shit is on either. So they walk through the caves, and then they get start getting chased by terrible-looking cavemen. Who they proceed to beat the crap out of. It's very exciting. The big, big fight. But then things start to look like they're going south. But do, 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 Atkins to the rescue. With, I remember seeing with, this from the trailers. Yeah. He shows up with not a lightsaber for copyright reasons and saves them all. But it's a Spaceballs ring. That's what it really is. No, it's not a ring because later he, like. Oh, it does get knocked out of his. It's the got way a it handle. looks because he, like, it's stick, sticking out of his yeah. fist, though, when he first shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, like. It's great because I love how it doesn't even make a sound except he, he hits one or two people and they kind of burst into flames. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the most underwhelming lightsaber knockoff you'll ever see in a movie. So oh, they're like, man. we gotta find that planet. And he gets all smart. He's like, we are already on it. Think about it and you'll understand. Remember what the queen said. A planet inhabited... Inhabited? Inhabited. 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 By two protectors. The first we met in space. And the second? Right here. The troglodytes. There's no question about it. This is the planet. Who could find a hole in that logic? I do. Like David Hasselhoff is like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't see it myself. Mm-hmm. They walk yeah. through the caves for a while. And they find a giant fake, fake, fake projected door. It's never ex- yeah, explained what's going on in there. Suddenly they go through the door and they're inside essentially like a fucking server farm. Mm-hmm. Um, he will take them to the heart. It, they get in an elevator. He's like, this will take us to the heart of the machine. It's all unmanned. Uh, everything is. And So I guess the Emperor just left the front door to his giant planet-sized death weapon just yeah. unlocked so yeah, I, I any get, randos yeah. can just wander I guess in him seen into the being able to see in the future is just their super convenient way of having them stumble into the bad guys yeah big old machine well it makes this upcoming sacrifice all the more 
sadder that he knows he's going to his death. So d- they gotta destroy the machine. Oh, uh, but first he just tells them like, "Oh, the monsters aren't real. It's just this this here machine projects monsters into our brains, and they gotta destroy the machine." But oh, that, oh no! This the, is when they go into the black room with like kind of like the bubble pop-o-matic yeah. bubble machines all over. Like, but oh no! The, yeah. the evil count has shown up. <laughs> he really does come running in. It's the only with, time the count with really... his evil Gumby robots. <laughs> the golems. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only time that the and count some, Zaza directly confronts our heroes. Some dumb-looking soldiers. Yeah. And how is there still half an hour of this movie left? This is this is what killed me because I assume this is the end of the movie. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. And he's like, in less than an hour's time, all that will be left of this planet will be ashes and cosmic dust. I thought this planet was his giant weapon. Why does he want to destroy it? Isn't this supposed to be the thing that kills everything? Because mm-hmm. you think the planet is the weapon, or that, like it's big enough. Well, they to, said like... that earlier. They yeah, said, but that... now he's just going to destroy the planet. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like and they're like the emperor, make you pay. And he's like, this is one of those things. I almost wonder if it's like a translation error or something like that. They find but... they find out that Hasselhoff is the prince. I was shocked. I screamed. Well, it's 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 great because it's supposed to be this huge revelation, especially to Stella Star, who feels betrayed by the mm-hmm. fact that the prince, even though they've only known each other for literally thirty seconds, <laughs> uh, the prince did not first come out and say, "Oh, hey, that's uh, I forgot to mention, I'm the prince of the galaxy." Yeah. yeah. So then he's like, the Emperor will make you pay. And he's like, I forgot to tell you, the Emperor will blow up with the rest of you. Yes, I told him he could find you on this planet. And like a big old idiot, rather than send a rescue party, he just came here himself. Also, he trusted me. I mean, how stupid can you be? This is like Darth Vader saying, hey, all the good guys in the galaxy come to my Death Star. Yeah. I promise not to blow it up the moment you get front, on it. Stand in front of this big circle. Yeah. Nothing bad gonna happen to you. And then he goes ahead and blows it up anyway. Just blows up his own Death Star. Just yeah. kill, like these seven people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the Count's diabolical plan. Yep. So he goes up to his shitty robots. You two are to watch them and not let them leave the room. Kill them if you have to. The shot. <laughs> the shot he does away. is great because it's like the super process shot where oh, he's so obviously blurry. not looking at the robots, and it's, but like the robots it's are so, so in focus and he is so not in focus. It is choice. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So he leaves. And Instead then, of just oh, killing the guys, of there's, course. There's two shitty robots. Oh no. There's no possible way they could f- possibly beat them. <laughs> And then, like, oh, well, it turns out they've got like giant machete swords, yeah. and they're about to kill everybody. Oh, we've got to get past them, but how? Have faith and never give up hope. So he swings around his not a lightsaber and flails for a while. Yeah, Atkins. Yeah, it's very terrible. He they... kills one robot, but the he other stabs it in the chest and it fades away like it's a force ghost. <laughs> yep. Um... Uh, but the other one cuts his arm, causing him to drop his illumination blade. Which is that what it's called? No, but that's what I'm calling it. Actually, that's, that's kind of cute. I like that's illumination a direct, blade. That's, that's well, a, yeah, another way that's... to say lightsaber. <laughs> it's just an illumination blade. It's your lava gauntlet. Yeah, which Hoff picks up and swings around. I uh, love the hot like. But then he eventually just falls over too. And Does Atkin, he? yeah, Atkin runs up behind the mo- the the robot and shoves oh, it into the machinery. I and must sparks have been... and shit explode. That's right, because the first time I watched this movie, I must have been taking notes when Atkins tackles the robot and like crashes him into the machinery. Because mm-hmm. I thought Atkins just died from the big, a slight cut on his arm. And I guess it's like crashing into the machinery. No, he doesn't with... crash into the machinery with it. Or like whatever, but like suddenly he is like holding his arm. He's like, yeah, he got <laughs> his arm cut. Yeah. So the king's gonna land, and. 
Atkins is laying there all greasy and sweaty. And Tur- he's melting into the peanut butter that, that he's like, made out of. Yeah. Don't worry, you and the prince shall live. Atkins, you've got to get up. We must leave here. No. Now that that robot caught, cut my arm, obviously my <laughs> legs won't work. I know. I mean, that's how it works, right? You're supposed to be such yes. a great, powerful hero, and it just My arm <laughs> wound is just the worst. No recovering from that one. And she's like, please get up, please. I am no longer useful at this time. That's such a great way to say it. <laughs> and she's like, I can't, I can't leave you. You're the only Whoa. human-like friend I've ever had. Sad. I guess in the original script, he was supposed to be like a monster. He <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be some kind of crazy alien yeah. with green skin and shit like that. But they, the, the actor didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So they just like, <laughs> I guess, permed his hair. <laughs> um, but yeah. So he's like, don't worry. I'll live forever. After I die. What? I'll be alive. Once I'm dead. They're trying to give him his Obi-Wan Hear Kenobi that? moment. That sweeping music coming in? Yeah. That means the scene is sad. One of the terrible things reading about this movie, they were hoping that, like, his character would be cool enough. Like, they were, like, his character was conceived to be kind of, like, cross between Han Solo and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oopsie doodles. They fucking blubber that. And instead, he just comes across as a smug asshole who turns into a fucking scrambled Skinamax signal at the end of the movie when he dies. Right in by Tao is it. He changes into some radio waves and fades away. The future! You can can almost see the titties through the cable scrambled signal, yeah. The Emperor shows up, and they're like, in 48 seconds, we'll all die. Well, we better hurry and stand around for a bit then. But then the Emperor says... Shit, boy, I ain't the emperor for nothing. Check this out, yo. This is the movie. Galactic ship. Stop the flow of time. I, I fucking, I was like, I was like, I really? honestly <laughs> did not see that coming. Oh, my God. I love how these people in this universe will just have the most random fucking powers. Mm-hmm. How is it that peanut butter Atkins so, didn't have this power? He says, but, oh, my in God. In the space of three minutes. Everything on this planet will be frozen. Except us somehow. Somehow we can move. But then after three minutes, everything gonna go boom boom. Mm-hmm. So the Emperor is like, oh, the Count will think we're dead. It's gonna be perfect time to attack them. So they get to it. Uh, well, I thought this is the kind of crazy thing, because I thought there was gonna be a daring attempt to keep the whole solar system or the planet or whatever is at stakes here from blowing up. But no! They just get back on the Emperor's ship, scoot over three feet, and the, sh- and the planet really does blow up. Yeah. And that's and the end of that the whole plot, And then the Emperor's ship shoots out a bunch of little babby ships out into space, and we get to watch those get launched, like, for five minutes. Do they just directly the just start attacking the, the Count right again. there? Uh, no, but we go to a giant, stupid-looking blue claw ship. It's like something out of Inspector Gadget. It is a giant metal hand in space. It's dumb. It's got little... It's got fucking uh, bugles for claw mm-hmm. fingertips and everything. It's... Oh, my God. So, budget Edward James Olmos is shouting about how <laughs> by sunset... Yeah. Way! Well, hey. Outer space... It's, you know, if, the, if, if a star crests close enough over to the top of an asteroid, it's kind of like sunset. <laughs> But yeah. He'll be emperor of the whole universe. He's working off Greenwich time. Didn't you just blow up your weapon? What kind of <laughs> what, what kind of that? leverage are you gonna use you to tra- make you yourself just, emperor? He's gonna use this giant hand spaceship to kinda like just Ugh. grab random people from space and threaten them, I guess. Yeah. He's just 
He just played his so one then, card. Then That's his, it. His handship kind of closes a little bit. Yeah. It clenches its fist a little bit. All right. I guess the insinuation of the fingers are supposed to protect the big open windows that he's got <laughs> all over the space station. So then the babby ships come out of nowhere and a musicless space battle happens. This goes on for a while. Then is- they make it seem like the bad guys are just leaning out the window, shooting their guns at the ships flying around. <laughs> According to the commentary, there is a deleted uh, cut, just one shot of somebody saying, turn on the atmosphere processing bubble, which is why <laughs> people can start now jumping mm. in and out of windows on the space station and shit. But yeah, so and, that's exactly what's happening. And they try to recreate some shots from this Star is, Wars. It's terrible. This is essentially them, like the 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 siege at Waco that they're doing there with the guys shooting out the windows and stuff. Yeah, I love it. It's totally because you have a couple first person perspective yeah. perspective shots flying over the surface of the hand that's trying to be the, Star Wars. The good guys shoot torpedoes at the baddie ship. This is the best part. This is they're filled, and the weapon the the torpedoes are filled with the most dangerous of weapons. Man, peoples, <laughs> there's these giant metallic Twinkie torpedoes that come, come, kind of flailing through the windows, and then like, yeah, good guys to jump out, all dressed in gold uniforms, mm. start shooting everybody, shooting everything, and smoke is, is everywhere. Oh my god! And kill, kill over there. And, and me then... watching this movie, I'm thinking, okay, well, this has got to be the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Hasselhoff is like, we've got them, father. It's working. But then, oh no, some blue ship show up, which have a knockoff TIE fighter scream sound effect kind on them. Of. And they're like, all kind of like ass to mouth, human centipeding like connected flying yeah. through space. Like, yeah, like, huh. And the music is nice and calming for this epic space battle that they turned on. I almost kind of wonder if they just didn't borrow some John Barry music and like laid it into the movie. If the Emperor can freeze time, why didn't he freeze the count ship and just blow it up? For three minutes, he can freeze time. Why didn't he freeze the count ship? He's with got his, a, a cooldown on element, that power. Element of surprise. It's like an Overwatch uh, ultimate. It. You know, he got a, you know, he's he's got to wait an hour. They didn't have an hour, so you know. Fucking lame. Oh, he loves he man. He edges using that power though. He used it in the bedroom. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, the good guys start to lose. This is, I was surprised. This is because, like, you think they're going to overwhelm the bad guys, but no, it's no. suddenly, like, there's a couple shots of the good guys, like, random good guy soldiers, like, getting shot. Yeah. Like, and the, the massive oh. amounts of smoke that had filled the, 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 the bad guy's throne room are gone. It vanished. All yeah. vanishes instantly. Well, the, the windows popped open, so all the smoke <laughs> ventilated very quickly. And the count is like, send out the big weapon to the Emperor's world. Blow it up. But not like in that other movie. It is not like Alderaan. No. Nothing like that. No. This is totally original. And then the Emperor's like, There is still one way we might win. I'm afraid we're forced to use it. Star Crash. The very movie we are in. We shall broadcast this film onto all of the Count's screens. (laughs) And the sheer might of how bad and boring this movie is will destroy him. He will look at himself in the screen and realize he's really let himself go, and maybe he'll just take a break from uh, villainy for a little while. Yeah, Hasselhoff's like, fourth dimensional attack. <laughs> oh, that's obvious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I I did not expect Star Crash to be a thing that happens when the, the, mm. I thought it was just the name of the movie. At no point does Darth Vader ever say, let us have a Star War. Yeah. yeah. If we can re-enter space at the precise moment, the impact of surprise upon the Count will be so overwhelming... He cannot halt us. What? Hey. But father, there is no weapon powerful enough. 
Oh yes, there is. The floating city. Surely we des- sure we destroy it, but we must set it towards the Count's fortress. They never Did I miss something? They Did never... they set this up in the entire movie? They never explain what the floating city is, where No, where, it where came it's from? at where it came from? Mm-hmm. Is it orbiting as a space station? Is it orbiting another place? Oh, no. All we know is that suddenly they cut to the space station, everyone's on it, they're like, Oh, the space station is evacuated. Let us crash the stars of this so space station. The Count's machine a floating city. The Count's machine that he blew up earlier in the film is now going to blow up not Alderan in fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's this is the man. This movie melts down at the end. Where Stella like, and Hasselhoff oh are doing something. I don't know. They're going to the floating city. Don't they fly? Do they fly through space? To the Which has city? been evacuated in record time. Yeah, I get it. It's just like really a off whole, camera. A whole fucking giant city. Everybody got Millions out. Millions of people have been evacuated. Don't worry about it. We can destroy this and city. Like, it doesn't matter. I'll come with you. And she's like, No. If I, I'm going to eject at the last moment and coming back to Hasselhoff. Uh, why do so many of uh, the Count's underlings, because we go back to him, mm-hmm. look like the helmet is not big enough for their head? They're all sitting on, like, top of their head, like they got one size, and it was a size too small for I everyone. Think, uh, they may have gotten a very small person to design the helmets mm. before actually fitting them on anyone else, and maybe the the, the original helmet that all these were cast off fit it on that person but everyone else they're like what because yeah the helmets are kind of like sitting on top of their heads one size does not fit all oh my god so he'll stay but he Hasselhoff will stay but he won't let her go alone in fact over the last few hours hours have happened I know yeah his scientists have been rebuilding an old friend Phew. Oh no! Elle is back. Next. Turns out all of those tears I shed for his death were for nothing. Yeah, and all the children cheered at the return of their favorite <laughs> space cowboy Robocop. Some footage of a rainbow city floating around. Elle and Stellar, like, jump out, or no, they get on the floating city and fly it to... away. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. Half of this damn movie is just loving shots of these shitty. Shitty Gotta pat out the mistakes time of these yeah. models. These is models would have been fine in Ed Wood movie, but here they look like garbage. Is the uh, floating city is it all bright and colorful too? Like, yeah, like like yeah, Christmas yeah. lights. It's yeah. not like sterile white like all the it's other. It's rainbowed. I can't even remember yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, it's rainbow color. Okay, but then <laughs> my lord cries, "Bad posture, McTiny helmet." <laughs> A city is about to crash into it. What? Destroy this floating ship approaching us. It can't be done. It's too close to us. I just love that the good guys had just had a giant floating city just to r- ram into it. Yeah. Five minutes away from the battlefield that they no, could do this with. Yeah. But, well, they went there through the, this fourth dimension, I guess. I guess. So a blurry space battle happens again. Yeah. I can only say things look terrible so many times. Did they even launch any more uh, troop torpedoes or I don't, anything like that? No, it's just more no. generic. Just yeah. yeah, it's like the same shots of the same three wannabe yeah. TIE fighters looping around in so space. So Elle and Stella lock the controls into place <laughs> yeah. and jump out a window. It's great because it totally, they turned it like jump out the, literally just jump out the window. Yep. There's not even like an airlock or anything like nope. that. And you see the little doll versions of them flying yep. through space. <laughs> little dolls. <laughs> and it's just like totally as cheap and then they just somehow land back on the uh, Emperor's well, command ship. Before they jump out the window, Elle says, let's get out of here or there won't be enough of me to put back together. You can count on that. That's not 
That's you were not st- English. That's that not, doesn't work with that, that line. Those two lines don't fall no. through with each other. <laughs> that's that's oh not. My God. So on the Count ship, everybody, all the underlings are running away except for the Count, who, as the floating city counts, crashes into his ship, goes, and kaboom, kablabs. Kablabs. Unsure if words. So many tiny. Is that expo- even an actual explosion? Yeah, there's so many tiny explosions. Like, yeah, so many tiny explosions. Every shot goes on way literally, too long. But we literally have star crash. Although not really, because there's not a star crashing no, in anything. No, there's no star. But, yeah. So that's all over, and she's floating through space, and is like, Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff. He's like, Stayer. I wish people could see the little flipper motion that you're doing. <laughs> While she floated. Help me! Help me! So. Star crash. clear helmet that they didn't bother cleaning off the dozens really and dozens of fingerprints, fingerprints that are smeared <laughs> all over it. Oh, man. So she gets back on Hoff's ship, and Stella! And Elle goes, hmm? Simon! Hmm? Simon! Oh, Stella. Is, is that so? Well, it's done. It's happy. Oh, and then that scene's done. They well, hug. Oh, no! There's a big, charming victory hug. Yeah. Which supposedly was supposed to have been a kiss, but the guy in the L suit who was married to Stella Star <laughs> got really grumpy about that. And so they changed the last minute to a Plus, big victory you know hug. What? There's no romance between these two characters. No! She they don't I deserve mean, a kiss. The only pass is that she got upset with him because he didn't tell her he was a prince at right yeah. off the bat. That's it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how fucking weird he looks too. With that feathered hair and that <laughs> mascara and his little yeah. lips. So, he looks like a Final Fantasy character. Kinda. Oh. So that is just the Emperor. This is actually really throne. do like this scene. He's sitting there looking all suave. And just all... him by himself, no one else there. So, yep. And directly then he starts addressing the camera. Monologuing to the camera. Well, it's done. It's happened. The stars are clear. The planets shine. We have won. Oh, some dark force, no doubt, will show its face once more. The wheels will always turn. But for now, it's calm. And for a little time, at least, we can rest. The end. Except for everybody stuck in the Emperor's radioactive <laughs> fucking penal colonies and shit. And my last That's note... Crash. My last note... Mouth fart. <laughs> so that's what this movie was. Just a. Uh, you know what? If actually, if they had cleaned up the third act a little bit and made this film a little bit shorter, this would have been a poppier film. I think right up until after. You know what? It's, I hate to say it, but when Peanut Butter dies, this movie takes a turn for the worse. <laughs> no, Peanut Butter. I love. As much as I loathe Peanut Butter. Oh, uh, so yeah, that was. It was more boring than bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as fun of a bad as, like, Message from Space. I thought the first yeah, two-thirds were just more fun than I thought it would be. If but you could like, edit it out, like, half of the loving model shots, it, that, that would really it up a lot. Well, and that's that's the that's one of the big problems with the third act is that it's, so much of the third act is that, and there's a couple uh, plot twists and turns that are just kind of needless and still result in the same big space battle anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like a lot of fuss and fury over nothing, but... I still appreciate it. It's such a big, dumb, stupid, colorful movie. I still appreciate what they were going for. But yeah, Message in Space is probably more consistently entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for so much for sitting through my pick, Star what? Crash. Do you have any trivia on it? Uh, just a couple things. Um, oh, goody. 
the lady who played Stella Starr had bit parts in the comedy version of Casino Royale. Mm. Did you ever see that? The 1960s? No. I think it was Woody Allen or something like that. Uh, she was also in a couple Hammer movies like Dracula AD 1972 and Captain Chrono's Vampire Hunter. Mm. Uh, Joe Dante, who uh, directed the Gremlins movies, he edited the Star Crash trailer. I forgot that he had actually worked for Roger Corman, and Roger Corman's the guy who... Roger Corman didn't make the movie, but he bought the movie from the producers in Italy and brought it mm. to a, the, the States. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny to think that Joe Dante had some kind of vague connection to this movie. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a little note about how Peanut Butter was supposed to be a crazy-looking alien, but the actor didn't want to wear the makeup. Um, the real reason Hasselhoff wears a big, dumb, golden monster mask in some scenes is because he got food poisoning for part of the shoot. Uh, supposedly Stella Starr almost shit her clear plastic spacesuit pants as a result of the same food poisoning. <laughs> oh, no. Just filled up one leg. I mean, at least that would be kind of contained. You wouldn't be shitting all over the set, but still, that would be... Would you want to... Man. Well, which is better or worse? Yeah. yeah. Would you want to have diarrhea in one of your, like, bikinis and worry about that? Like, trying to be sexy in a bikini or have, like, too yeah. much clothes just on? Just be contained in it and just, like, soaking it until oh. someone can get you out of there. yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, anyway, and the last note, yeah. Though the producers might claim otherwise, this piece of shit was obviously a knockoff that was only ever made because of Star Wars. To point uh, to the point that most of the cast and crew were hired just the week after Star Wars came out, and the film was made and released in just six months, uh, just in time for Christmas, in 1977. Although, again, uh, more uh, trivia I found out about this movie was it was done by Christmas 77, but not released for like a good year or two after that, just because of legal stuff but yeah that's star crash that is star crash and going back a little bit Oof. speaking of diarrhea <laughs> yeah next time oh, we're finishing no. up awful april this is more like a rocky constipation than this diarrhea i have i i didn't you know i just been pushing against it so so much because it's such a <sighs> yeah that's the fans of it you know and yeah just the Everybody's done it to death. It's got but... this legacy built up around yeah, it, yeah. But we're gonna watch the room. Tommy Wiseau's seminal masterpiece. I figure if we get Troll Two in the so room off I have... late, this is uh, I've got a very busy schedule this week, so we're not recording back to back. So I have not finished it yet. But the first fifteen minutes of the movie, by the... when that fifteen minutes was up, yeah, I had five pages of notes. What are you writing of notes this about? Movie because mostly just like the first five minutes are just like establishing shots of san francisco with well no wait so it's tommy coming home and it took me like did you even get to the first sex scene we'll talk about it okay because i can't i'm just saying it's gonna be a long episode it might rival our final fantasy two-parter okay i'm glad to see you have something to say about it got a lot to say about i yeah again to use a word that you only used it once, mm-hmm. but it keeps popping back in my mind. I think we we used it on uh, uh, the, um, I don't remember, one of the episodes with movies we hated. This movie is inexplicable. Inex- yeah, it's... It is inexplicable this thing exists. It's like a space alien trying to make a movie. So, so look forward to that. The Room. If That's... you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Yeah. So you can watch it there. Is it a decent version on YouTube? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It seems fine. Um, yeah. Again, that's that's one of the things I didn't want to oversell this movie because it's it's definitely it definitely suffers from people saying you gotta check this out. It's the funniest movie of all time. I'm and only... I'm glad that I've not really been soaking in the fandom of the room. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm glad I kind of came to the room by myself without too much in the way I, of expectations, but... I'm only a half an hour in, and it's going so slowly. So slowly. Just my note-taking, because I've taken... There's some turns, twists, and turns I'm, in that plot there. I'm At half an it's... hour in now, and I have nine pages of notes. <laughs> to, give you, to give you an idea, the entirety of Street Fighter was 14 pages oh, of really? notes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, sometimes when I come over to your place and hang out with you and your wife, I feel a little bit like Denny. From the room. So you guys want to so, go upstairs and make out, make out, and I just want to. Can I come upstairs? Yeah, that's too? what I do all the time with my guests. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, that's we invited you over, but we're gonna go make out now. The room. I again just we'll, I, I we'll rewatched it, it just yesterday, just yeah. for the first stuff, and mm -hmm. yeah, it was only I've only seen the room once, and that was like five years ago on a friend's recommendation, and it is a little bit different watching it by yourself than it is watching yeah. with a bunch of friends for the first time. Cause I mean, I'm only, I'm only half an hour in. I'd say watch it, but don't watch it alone. Yeah. If... I, I, are you going to try to finish it with Kelsey or anything? Or? No, I, I'm stopping. I am stopping so frequently. <laughs> well, I guess There's with all no the notes, okay, yeah. Fuck. So, Thank you so much for taking that bullet for me. That actually means a, big, a lot. That... It's a big bullet. It's, it, you know... All my life, I've been used to tiny little bullet bills in Super Mario World Land. <laughs> this but is the then, bonsai bill. But then all of a sudden, I started playing Super Mario on the Super Nintendo. And I'm like, oh man, that bullet bill takes up the whole screen. Oh no, what is happening? It's gonna blow my head off. No. So. Yeah, this is some real Mode 7 storytelling mm -hmm. in this film. Yep, uh, so but yeah, we'll be talking that. about that next. But that'll be the last experiment for... Off oh, April, yeah. then we get back to talking about intentionally, hopefully, good stuff. Yeah. I have to figure out what my next uh, project is going to mm -hmm. be. But he's a mudron on Twitter. I'm the grumpy turtle <sighs> on Twitter. Tardy podcast on Twitter. Thank you Give so much for show. tackling the room. Seriously, uh, it's, it's a hell of a tackle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look for us on there. Mm -hmm. We post shit sometimes. Yeah. I hope Every you guys are having a good time watching the Star Crash episode of Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't mean to shit talk it too much, but yeah, anyway, but yeah, it's not bad. It's not I, quite. I as can watch it now. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be good. Yeah, you're going to be just as bored as you were watching it by yourself because we'll it's not that crazy of an episode. We'll see. I can turn it on in the background. Exactly, yeah. Um. So, yeah, give us a share. Give mm -hmm. us a like. Well, not a like. We're not on Facebook. I need a big Facebook page Actually, for if us. we were smart, I should probably create a Facebook page. Not, of, although I barely should. know how to use Facebook. My wife knows how to do it. She's a marketing. I'll, I I'll love that we're the kind it. of people. I got a. Yeah, we'll find someone who can make us a Facebook page. We don't know how she to do it. She keeps asking stuff. me if you want, if I want help with it. I'm like, nah. But I could do it ourselves if you don't want. Yeah. I mean, she, no, if no, you think she'd, she'd have more fun doing it herself? No, I just need to get around to it. Okay, you need, just need to probably make some shitty. I mean, I'm sitting in front of stuff. a computer all day. I could just take five minutes away from Zelda to make a so, Facebook page. So we'll be doing that. Okay. I'll be going home and playing the Disney Afternoon today. Dun, 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 so. Dun, dun, dun. So bummed there's not online co-op for yeah, Trippendale. What are you going to do? It'll be fine. Okay. So we'll do that next time. He's going to do that. Until next time, keep filling your holes with pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. Star crash. Don't have such a half. Goodbye. Now it is a time of quiet. The wheels of time have turned. It is a period of rest. Goodbye.